Hey yo lovelies, it is I myself, Kid B, with the heart of thunder, with the main shooter, Monty Aries. You know who it is, it's the guys you love, it is the neighborhood. Alright, here we go! Yeah, hey, it's all good in the neighborhood, hey, break bread in the neighborhood, hey, lunch days in the neighborhood, shoot shots all day in the neighborhood, yeah. It's all good in the neighborhood. Hey, break bread in the neighborhood. Hey, lunch days in the neighborhood. Shoot shots all day in the neighborhood. Hey, yo, lovelies. It is I, myself, Kid V. And alongside me is my co host, my tag team partner, and my brother, the main shooter, Monty Aries, baby. Yo, uh, you didn't. You know what I noticed? You didn't do this time. What did I didn't do? Hey, yo, I'm leaving myself. KV with a heart of thunder. What, you didn't oh. say a heart of thunder this time. You know what? It's already in the entrance of that bopping intro we've got. Ah, uh, but who cares, man? Who cares? Yeah, that's true. I I, I was uh as that as that's playing and you and I are uh, are muted. I just looked over at you because I I went ahead and prepared myself on the soundboard. And I looked over at you, and you're just bopping your head to the music. And the thing was, I was too. That's a that is a bopping track. Nah, yeah, it it has it, it yeah, it bops for sure, for sure, it bops. I just don't like to talk about my own music. I know, but like, it was just real cool. Like you and me just bobbing our heads to the music. It's it, it, to me, it was like a a moment of yeah. All right, let's get into it. We really we really enjoy doing this though. Nah, straight up, straight up, man. And and this time before we like really get into whatever we're going to talk about cuz we're kind of just like off the cuff type right oh, now. Absolutely. Um let's 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 uh give a shout out to TJ. Oh, all right, because yes. we we done shouted him out in the four episodes that are going to be forever lost. Forever the forever lost episode. And then when I'm hearing back the Bud episode and then I'm hearing back the Pennsylvania episode, I'm like Yo, we did not. We never shouted him out. We never did. And I'm like, damn, so, he's going to hear it back and be like, yo, these mother effers didn't. Ne- so wh- why are we talking about our executive producer? Because without him, the great TJ, the great Bronk, the great Unk, the great Pops, my Pops, nobody else's Pops, nobody except, else's. except his biological kids. Absolutely. You feel me? Yeah. That's um, without him, we wouldn't be sounding this crisp. We wouldn't be having the nice little transitional intro the way that we do it and the little transitions we have. Why? Because he gave us the mics. He gave mm-hmm. us the Zoom Pack 8 to mm-hmm. record our fire, fire podcast. Yeah. I mean, we wouldn't even be podcasting right now without him. 100%, dude. 100%. So always big shout out, executive producer, uh, TJ, Jordan. Uh, man, we don't have the, the clap. Awesome. No, we we really don't. No, I mean we could we could get to we it. we could have put it in next time we're gonna do that next yeah. time we're gonna do that pops we're gonna do that for you and and uh, let's just hit one more little shout out before we get into it and of course that is where we met our pops the oh great. yeah we met him in next gen you thought I forgot you yeah. thought I forgot I was thinking, I didn't forget I, I legit thought you were trying to figure out the day nah, we met him. nah 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 next gen pro wrestling center if you want to sign up and become a pro wrestler and chase those dreams definitely check us out Auburn New Hampshire uh, on the line of Manchester pretty much so we are still kind of in Manchester uh, you can find us on Facebook next gen pro wrestling center uh, next gen pro wrestling center dot com uh, you get a free trial when you come and check us out um and, and just it, do and it up 
And it's the cheapest school in New England. Cheapest school in New England. You know, you want to be a wrestler, 150 a month, no contracts. Nah. You're not you're not signed. It's a monthly thing. If you can't do it, then you just stop paying. That's it. That's all it is, man. That's all it is. So if you want to become a pro wrestler, check out Next Gen Pro Wrestling Center, baby. Do that again. Do that again. Yep. This guy messed it up. He didn't even bring up the freaking cue. Hey, How are hey. you going to fuck that up? You know what? You're the one that brought it down. That's why I forgot about it. I wasn't the one that brought it down. You brought it down. You were literally on the soundboard. I deserve that. Yeah, you do. Now hit that transition. God damn, man. <laughs> I'm so upset with me. Yeah, you should be. I like, I really just disappointed myself right there. Yeah, and then you saw, look, this is proof that he tried flipping it on me too <laughs> he tried making it all me it I wasn't really all me when when did you bring it down you brought it down oh i i did it we at first, bud's crib no 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 no. i'm saying like literally today like it was when we were first starting you're like no wait you got to turn it down so we can fade it up for the intro oh yeah, yeah yeah that's what i was thinking of yeah all right so i was wrong right here just for you we're gonna get we're gonna Monty get aries we're gonna get a um a clip of that no a sound for the soundboard it's gonna say Dummy, dummy. Like LA Knight. When LA Knight would have the dummy button. Yep. Every time one of us do some stupid crap. Dummy. Yeah. Dummy. The the the, the sad trombone is definitely for one of us to uh hit the other one with, but Yeah, most definitely. Dummy works. I like it. Well. I think we're gonna try that. We're gonna definitely try that. Absolutely. Um But it is October twentieth, which means yeah. it's the day before the Clipper City Rumble for Atlantic Pro Wrestling. Ooh. It's a uh, Clipper City Eve, baby, dude. Um, for those not familiar with the Clipper Ooh. City Rumble, uh, it is a yearly annual thing that Atlantic Pro Wrestling uh, holds. It's like our Royal Rumble. Uh, nine Wait. times out of ten, it tends to be a really big show. Oh yeah, I mean, it's looking at it right now. It's almost sold out. That's if, valid. That doesn't include any of the walk-ins. Yep. Uh, and talking about that real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tabs was just telling me that uh, her uh, her aunt, mm-hmm. um, her her aunt's coworker or friend uh, invited her to the Clipper, right? No Cause, yeah, because he, he uh, lives there. Yep. And um, she wasn't going to go until she saw that I was on the poster. And she saw that I was on the poster. She reached out to Tabs and was like, hey, um, is are you going to be there? And she was like, yeah. She's like, oh, okay, I'm going to go then. Nice. So you know what it, you know how it is, man. Oh, yeah. Well, at the same time, the neighborhood, the neighborhood, the neighborhood has had some success with the Clipper City Rumble in in ways. Yeah, yeah. I would I would bear to say that this is kind of like you and I tend to shine a lot at the Clipper. Yeah, it's I like. I don't mean to be. You know how you establish like certain wrestlers with certain pay per views on WWE. Yeah, yeah, I think this is the same thing for the neighbor. It's going to be the neighborhood runs the Clipper. Yeah, when when people think of the Clipper, they're going to be like, "Oh shoot, what are what is the neighborhood going to do?" Right. I want them to think of us every time. Yeah, man. Because last year, um, I came in at number five. Yep. And I lasted all the way to number two. And last two. Oh. The cheers for you to win that. Thing. Yeah, everybody really Ooh. wanted me to win that. And then one old bro hit me with that low blow, and I yes. just whoosh, fell. The oh old bro God. low blow. Old bro low blow, man. Mm. Um, it was. It was. Uh, I feel like it was definitely a shining moment uh, for me as a wrestler 
being still fresh on that company's roster. Yeah. Um, in front of those fans. Um, so this year, you know, we got the Clipper. We're both going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that being tag team championship match yeah. that we got. We are the number one contenders for APW's tag team titles. And uh, being held by Knights. And, and uh, at the Clipper City, at the Clipper City Rumble in Newburyport just tomorrow, we get our chance to go for the tag team titles. Second time we're running for them. Yeah, the first time we had we had one uh, little little screwy finish. Um, this time, hoping not not the same results. Right. Uh, we'll see what happens, um, and we'll have a podcast pretty much up about that and recapping the Clipper and that whole day. Yeah, that's um, gonna... for us. I believe when the 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 twenty seventh is when that'll drop. So yeah, that drops on the twenty seventh. So Jeff, definitely, definitely, uh, be ready and uh for that. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good times. Gonna be a lot of good stories. Um, depending on what what the results are of this weekend. Mm-hmm. Now, what uh, you you didn't date like my debut was at the Clipper two years ago. Yeah, this is actually gonna be the third Clipper City Rumble that I participate in. Oh wow! So, you know, it's uh, it's weird because I know we you and I have like a. I wouldn't say it is a silent competition. We're always in competition with each other, but it's uh it's a positive one to drive ourselves and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. So I still remember the first Clipper City I was in. That was the first Atlantic Pro Wrestling match I had. And going out there to <laughs> crickets. <laughs> basically cr- the guy that entered right before me, before so he entered number fifteen, I entered number sixteen, right? Mm-hmm. This guy eliminated eight people before i got out he went out and in the 90 seconds eliminated eight uh, eight dudes eight wrestlers and then i had to enter (laughs) so and i go out there to basically crickets yeah and he this man just ran wild on the clipper city so i'm like what can i do to go ahead and try to shine (laughs) like how do I stand out now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what, what, in your opinion, what would you do in that in that situation? Uh, I just get loud. Yeah, I get loud. That's just me. But, but but when you hit the ring, what are you doing? What am I doing? I'm yeah. charging the motherfucker. You're charging which one? The main motherfucker that just eliminated. That just eight eliminated eight guys, right? Right. Ideally, That's a, that is exactly what I did. Yeah. And it's like you know what? I'm gonna enter, and then the only way that I can really get this crowd to get hyped for me is I'm going to go straight for him. Okay. And what happened? Well, I, uh, I hit him with a bunch of moves. He didn't go down, you know, cause who, who was this? So this is BA Tatum. Oh yeah. Shout out BA. Big BA. Okay. So, uh, I go in there and he throws a line. I duck it. Boom. Hit him with the double chop and he reels back a little bit and he's like, what? Big boy shit. Big boy shit. And he looks at me and he goes, what? Throws another strike. I duck that one. Hit him with it again. Hit him with it again. He's not going down. So I go. I hit the ropes. He grabs me. Picks me up. Choke slam. Boom. Oh, this is where you got concussed. Yeah, this is where I got concussed. Damn. That's crazy. I woke up. (laughs) (laughs) I woke up. (laughs) Not serious. Here's the choke slam. Boom. Where did he wake up? I, I so I woke up not far from where I landed. <laughs> he, he tells it. He tells it, he's like, man. Then I choke slammed you, and I looked down and I was like, oh, 
That's crazy. I realize you might not be there anymore. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah, I just walked away. I just walked away. (laughs) And and here's the funny thing, though. Yo, he didn't even. He's just like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. On to the next. (laughs) On to the next. But the thing is, in the Clipper City, you can also pin or submit someone to eliminate them, right? Okay. So he's like, man, I I felt like I should have just pinned you right there, but I also knew that wasn't what I was supposed to do. (laughs) I would have no cap, though. I would have, I would have, if I did that and I had that sense that I may have hurt somebody, I would have went for the cover. Yeah. And just, just to check on you real quick. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I love, and and here's the thing. I love BA. Him and I actually used to go to high school together. Oh, wow. Yeah. So (laughs) this is a, this is a real weird full circle moment. Yeah. It was at that clipper, right? So my friends and I did backyard wrestling. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I think that used to be real taboo yeah. to mention in, in the wrestling world. But you'd be surprised how many like wrestlers really like that are big names now kind of started, started that, that way. Same. I mean, I think anyone that's dreamed about being a pro wrestler did it a little bit as a child. Yeah. You know, um, always wrestling with your brothers. And yeah. Shit, like your siblings. Like I used to do that with my brother all the time. Absolutely. So I had a, a group of friends and. We, uh, you, you see some backyard wrestling, which is obviously like, wow, you guys are dumb. Right. We try to do our best to keep it decently professional. Same deal with, you know, with my mind. Yeah. So I, I think there are people that do actually try to emulate the business in their own little ways. And, you know, you're children. And so you're going to over theatric it. But it's the people that bring that same personality of i was a seven-time champion in my own backyard yeah those are the people that obviously uh have some problems yeah but so you know i i I'd do this with some friends and it was great time was and ba one of them would be so BA ever pull up to those? he did after i found him like i was i ended up talent hunting this man down right oh yeah so i'm in this gym class and it's called adventure class and we did rock you know like rock wall climbing and all sorts of things like that and uh we had some big boys in there and there also happened to be a gymnastic mat like one of those ones that are like literally three feet tall oh, so super thick but it's huge yeah so while we're just waiting on our turn, I'm, I, I turned to the big guys and I was like, "Hey guys, you see that mat? <laughs> how about how about y'all choke slam me on it? You want you guys you willing to give me a choke slam?" And these big boys had no idea what the heck that was. Like one of them just grabbed me by the throat and just pushed me on the mat. <laughs> I like and, and it hurt. It hurt. That sucked. And I'm like, ah, uh, all right, not you. So another guy grabs me and he just kind of, you know, lifts me up a little bit, but he's like, doesn't have anything for me to post on. And he just throws me onto the mat. And I was like, not you. And there was a brand new kid in the class that day and his BA Tatum. And he's, you know, he kind of looks like you, you know? Yeah. He's, but he's got this like denim. He's like, he's like brawly as fuck. Yeah. uh, Very Kimbo slice. Was he, was he always like that too? Like in high school? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, okay. I'm probably not as jacked. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he was still just like big, a big, big body. Bo- yeah, big body boy. Um, but he's wearing this denim jacket. The whole class, he refused to take off his backpack. And we're like three-fourths through the class. And he sees these guys giving these, I'll put into air quotations, choke slams. And he kind of just like slowly wanders over. He hasn't talked to anyone but the teacher in this class. He slowly wanders over and all shy, he looks at me, he's like, Hey, man, uh, you know, could I give it a try? I'm already disappointed at this point. (laughs) 
I'm like, yeah, sure, might as well. So he takes off his backpack, and then he's like, all right. He just he he looks still a little nervous and everything until suddenly he just does the cane kind of grab the throat, uh, what bam, and he started at my chest and it goes up to my neck and I'm just like ooh, ooh that's the right way to do it right. Mm-hmm. He throws my arm over his arm. I'm like ooh, ooh this boy knows what's up, and this man Gronk spikes me. He lifts me up as high as his arm can go. I'm seven feet in the air. That's crazy. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> he slams me on this mat so freaking hard, but safely. Yeah. Just boom. He knew it was a, a gymnastic mat, so he knew he could go all out. On yeah, exactly. And I just land, and I'm, I'm laying there like, oh, oh, that was, a, that was a choke slam. Yeah. I roll off. I pop up. I look him dead in the eyes and I go, hey, buddy, you need to talk to my friends because <laughs> it was I didn't run the the I didn't I wasn't the booker or the the the, the owner or anything like yeah. that. I was just one of the wrestlers back then, but it was my brother and his best friend mm-hmm. uh, that ran it. And I was like, you got to talk to these guys. He was on the next show. That's wild. <laughs> and then and then we end up getting to meet almost 12 years later in the Clippers in the Clipper. And he does the same. And he thing does the you, same this thing. This time he can cuss you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we never, him and I never had a chance to uh, try it out besides that one time. Oh, uh, that. shit. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Um, how long did you, how long you think you lasted in that, in your first Clipper? Oh, uh, let's see. I think I lasted about four, maybe five people. Okay. So I didn't last long, but I'm not, at the same time, I'm like n- not too worried about that. Yeah, right, right. At again, that point, I, you already like, you were I was concussed. messed yeah. up. I, I got lost going to the locker room three times. That's crazy. In Newburyport. <laughs> it's a straight line for anyone who knows. It's an L. Yeah. It, all it is is an L and then the room at the end. And I ended up outside <laughs> twice. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was messed up. That's crazy. And the bro. thing was though, I was at training the next week, you know, and Bud's like, you gotta stay out of the ring, you gotta stay out of the ring. The week after that, I'm starting to get in the ring. He's, Bud's like, make sure you take it easy. And I'm like, Yeah, 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 yeah. And then next thing I know, I'm starting to take easy face bumps. Yeah. On, less than a week later. That's crazy. And Bud's like, You really need to take it easy. I'm like, Bud, I know my limits. <laughs> That's wild, dude. Holy crap. Yeah, this bro. is where Bud learned that I he needs to hold me back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm low key the same way if like You absolutely are. If I'm hurt, like and and that this is like something uh, you know, anybody that listens, like uh trainees, uh wrestlers, just don't work like we're stubborn as fuck. Oh, so stubborn. You know what I'm saying? Um a lot of people work hurt, you know, and there was a minute where I think like this past summer, there was a, was it? No, nah, no, nah, it was like in the winter time when when uh, I did that thing with uh, Jordan, and mm. uh, he gave me the little ex- execution, and yep. like my, sh- I your shoulder. my shoulder, um, your knee. Don't forget your knee. Oh yeah, my knee buckling too. Yep. Um, it you, was like you were laid out on the recliner for like I, a day and a half. Yeah, I, and then like a week later, back in training. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or like, and then like two weeks later, I had a show. You yeah, know? and then with the Don't, shoulder thing too. Don't be stubborn like us. Uh, yeah, just fucking like heal up seriously because you're going to regret it down the road. And I already know we're going to regret it down the road yeah. type shit. So it's like, 
you know, it, it it's a weird thing in the business where it's like you don't want to even if you're hurt, you still don't want to say anything that you're hurt because you don't want to lose an opportunity or lose your like quote unquote spot, right? right? Um, and but, and you don't want to fall behind. But the but we gotta think about the longevity. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You really do. Like you're gonna keep working hurt. Your longevity isn't gonna be as long. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always important to if, uh, take care of yourselves out there. And and if you do go to classes. And you're stubborn about making sure you go to classes. Bring your notebook. Yeah, man. Uh, I always uh, shout out, uh, you know, Mike Hollow because uh, mm-hmm. I remember he uh, when he was around, he would, he actually spoke about uh, Champa at Nepal, yep. right? Once, oh yeah. Uh, Champa got hurt early in his like training career. Yeah. And uh, like even though he was hurt, like he would still pull up. Tanepwa every day every every class and like have notes even though he couldn't get in the ring yeah he was still there so it's very like important that like yeah if you get hurt in your training still still pull up still yep. pull up to class still show face don't just because you're hurt don't disappear yeah you know uh even when i was at Nepal, uh there was this girl named june when i started um she was in a like a knee or a leg brace or something mm-hmm. uh and she she'd still pull up to classes. Yeah, she still pull up and like There's, just sit there and just be support, take notes if she needed to. But like, like people notice that shit. Yeah, you know, and it's like always just show face, always show face, no matter what. And there's always something to learn. Exactly. Always something to learn. Maybe you might see something that might inspire you, type stuff. So then, when you're all good and clean, you could uh, you know, experiment in the ring type deal. So just just always always show face and uh, don't work hard. Hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, so we kind of talked about like your Clipper experience. Yeah. Um, we'll go about we'll go about mine because last year was my first. Yep. Um, big deal. Like I said, coming in five, uh, making it all the way to final two. And how long had you been wrestling for Atlantic Pro Wrestling by then? Uh, you so debuted in April. I debuted in April of so last April, year. April, May, June, July, August, September, October. So you you were a little over half a year. Yeah, so I was seven months in. Um, had all these plans that we that we were uh, doing, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, got over with the crowd over there. And you really did. It, it didn't take long for you to get over. Yeah, because like it, it's it's weird. It kind of blows my mind with that too. Like how how yeah, the moment. I know we want to talk about went. your Clipper journey, but let's talk about the seven months leading up to that too. Yeah, like I can't even remember it to be honest, but I just know that like I can point out some pits and pieces. Uh, what was the uh, what, what was your debut match? A debut match, Congo. Let's go 100%. ahead and give like, that man his. Flower. Give him his flowers, man. Yo, Congo, if you if you take the time to listen to this, man, um, big thank you, bro. From you both know, of us, uh, bottoms of our heart, we like, cannot thank this man enough. Like a lot of people will go into like shows or like if they get called to be like the last minute like uh, adjustment, mm-hmm. like oh shit, this person uh, pulled. Like we need an extra body. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of a lot of cats will get tight that they're being their debut match in a squash right yeah but like if done right right like that person's that uh the guy that's squashing you if he's going in there with the mentality of obviously getting himself over but like getting the other guy over yeah. as well being a really great like congo is always a great heel Fantastic. amazing heel um and he did it both of our our debut technically right like yep. uh singles, singles debuts, debuts. Were with Congo, yep, and 
they were short squash matches, but like if it wasn't for him being that way, hmm. like it would have the crowd would have not wanted to get behind us. No, you know, and um, so like that was that was where I started with him, and like it was just I listened, you know, yep. um, did what I needed to do for him, uh, and he did what he needed to do for me when it came to like just trying to me, me trying to get me sympathy for the crowd. Yeah. You know, being he's, that, he's got that such, badass. He's got such a mind for the business and in getting the entertainment aspect out of it. He always finds the roaming camera. Yeah, he knows he knows what to oh, work, when man. to work. You know what I'm saying? And what, um like what a great talent. He really is, man. So like we just want to say thank you, bro, because thank like you. realistically without him, like we would have probably not gained us the amount of traction that we did in that time for APW in the crowd. Yeah. Um for us for them to gravitate to us the way that they did because at that point everybody just hated congo everybody yeah. just like nobody wanted to see congo come out and like squat somebody they wanted to see somebody come out and beat the shit out of Congo. Mm-hmm. you and, know and, and i had two opportunities you had an opportunity and uh it was it was always just despite it being a squash match it was always entertaining Yep. It was so good because you really wanted that guy to just pop him in the mouth. I, I, I never forgot. I, I, I think I, in the beginning of the match, I had said something about, like, this is my block. APW is my block. Yep. You know? Um, And I remember in the heat, he, like, grabs me, and he looks at the Roman cam, and he's like, oh, this is your block? This is your block? And... Slaps the shit out of me, bro. (laughs) Slaps the freaking dog shit out of me. (laughs) And like, I'm like, I'm seeing stars at this point, right? And I'm like, oh shit. So boom, we have the match. He fucking, he he beats me. Um, I go to the back and I'm like, oh man, I'm just like in it because I'm like, damn, like, wow, this was, I was actually in front of an audience right now. That was your first match. Like, holy crap. And then like, to celebrate you know at the time leo leo connors was doing concessions for mm-hmm. apw so like he always had these fire meatballs fire oh meatballs God, i so love good. his meatballs um and i go to get one and i go to the back and i'm trying to i'm trying to go eat it yeah. and i can't even open my <laughs> jaw i can't open my jaw because he rocked me so hard bro there's two only two men that rock me so hard you know, and that was Congo <laughs> and Brian Malonis. Yeah. Like, but, and I'm not gonna, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? It, well, I, like, was gonna, I don't give a damn. I was gonna develop off of that because both of us had our first match with Congo, and mm-hmm. Congo is snug. Yes. There's a difference between snug and stiff. And you and I having our first match against him, we both came away with a mentality where we're like, we want, we want people to work with us like that. Yeah, that, that, all the time, all the time, bro. And like that, that shit pisses me off when I work <laughs> with people that just hit me and I don't feel nothing, mm-hmm. right? And it's just like, bro, let's make people. It, people know what this is, right? Right. So let's suspend their belief legitimately, right? Let's let's let them come into this match. All right. Yeah, we know what wrestling is. You know, they're not really hurting each right. other. Uh, air quotations on that shit because mm. we are. Yeah. You know. Um. But like, let let's let's get that one shot that happens, and it's just like you're at as a fan, you're watching it and you see it happen. And you're like, damn, that looked freaking real right. as hell. That that rocked him. Yeah, oh God. you know. And it's like now I'm selling, 
but legit. Right. And, you know, and it gets that sympathy, even more of that. Sympathy. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's just like, I always tell anybody that ever worked with me, bro, I want you to, I want you to hit me. Yeah. You know what the, I'm saying? Be snug. And, and Congo was the one that got us into that. Yeah. And it was just like, and then like hearing like Dijack. So like Dijack had came to next gen, mm-hmm. like early when I first started. Um, and he was telling like Cam that like, yo, <laughs> this is how people work. This is how this is how, how how they work. You know, imagine if you think that was snug. Imagine getting hit by Sheamus. Right. That's what he said. That's yeah. what he said. And I'm like, okay. And then I think about all the guys that are at, at, at you know next gen. Yep. You know, not all of them are quote unquote marshmallows. Yep. But the few guys that do complain that oh that was hard, that was a little hard. Mm. It's like, bro, if you really want to be in this, you gotta you gotta take some hits, bro. Yep. You know what I'm saying. And it's well, like, it and, and and in the sport, you know, the adrenaline, you know, like there's, there's not going to be one match in my opinion that you're not going to get stiffed. Yeah. Right. You know, it, it happens. And if, and if it don't, then cool. But like, don't, don't be surprised if it does. Right. You know, and just take it, you know, now, now you could actually sell because a lot of guys forget to sell, mm. you know? So now you actually have something to sell. I feel like me getting stiffed, the amount of times I have gotten stiffed. Yep. You know, like it helped me and my understanding as a wrestler, the concept of selling and the importance of selling. Yeah. Right. Cause I'm hold. I think, uh, with the Malonis match, he had like up, he gave me an uppy and like, uh, <laughs> uppy. yeah, yeah. That's what I call my uppercuts. <laughs> so like, uh, I'll be, I I'll be rocking. <laughs> Dad, I want uppies. um nah that's what that's just that's just how i call it like an easier way to call it instead of saying uppercut yeah you know i just uppy boom you know (laughs) um but yeah like even that he gave me like early in the cash and he goes gives me the uppy and i'm like ooh, okay and the whole match i'm selling that you know but legit it it was legit my jaw was hurting but like you know now people are like damn he's hurt Right, you know, now he he's been holding on to that jaw. There's something wrong with that jaw, you know. Like, so it it helps gain that sympathy as a baby, the sympathy that you would want, you know. Um, But like, kind of like backtracking because we kind of went all over the place there. Yeah. Um, my Clipper City experience. Right. I I came in five. uh, Came in. I think uh, Michael Jump and Lewis. uh, I want to say Santiago. Right. I just know his first name's Lewis. Yep. Uh, They were in there. I came in, bam, bam, bam. I had them in the freaking corners, splashes, splashes, splashes. Uh, big uh, gut wrench. But but you you did all this stuff. But how was your how was the reaction? When I was you came getting out? there, bro. Yeah, I'm talking about the entrance. I know, though. but I'm I was getting there. Okay, I was okay. getting there. Don't be cutting me off. Well, I mean, you're doing it out of order. That's all. That's just how I like to do. It. I'm spontaneous like that. Spontaneous. Yeah, you really are. Yeah, I, you I know. Shouldn't jump on you for that. So boom, I'm going splash, splash, splash. Hit him with the move, and I'm firing up. And the whole time, the crowd is up. Right. I come out there at that point. Realistically, mm-hmm. at that point, I couldn't even tell you the crowd reaction. Why? Because at that point, I didn't understand or learned how to hear them. Yes. Oh God. I couldn't. That's such at, a. At that point, I couldn't hear the crowd. That's such a weird time when you're when you're starting to do matches. Yeah, and you and that's that that was what really <laughs> blew my fucking mind was when like I actually started getting more singles matches, and when you're in the ring, you would think you would hear everybody, but you don't. You don't. You don't hear nobody. Like it's hard. 
hard like it's like a big like secluded bubble mm-hmm. in the ring when you're in there and like you don't hear the fans and slowly as you get more experience that actually goes away yeah but like i would say your first dozen matches if not more depending on you know depending for on sure, the person for sure but you seriously don't hear the crowd yeah so like at that point in my career, I, w- I, w- I was still trying to understand and grasp the concept of acknowledging and taking that moment to, mm. to, to take in. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I couldn't I could, really couldn't tell you unless I watch it back. I really couldn't tell you the, the crowd reaction. I knew the crowd was up. Yep. You know, at that point, I already knew that, like, I was k- gaining momentum with the yeah. APW audience, you know, so. Well, after after seven months, you you had actually captured the crowd. You were you were yeah, definitely on the had, rise. As I a, had as worked a, AG. Yep. At that point, um, I had I had worked a couple guys. Um, so like the crowd was seeing me con- consistently. Yeah. You well, since you debuted, the only uh, up to that Clipper, it was just the Nashville show. I never was, worked. Right. It was just the Nashville show, and at that and point, the only reason why I didn't work the Nashville show was because it was so pre booked ahead yes. of time. So. If it wasn't for that, I would have probably been on the show. And because you, I remember pulling up there and yeah. like everybody was like, yo, you're not, on, you're the not car? on the show? You're not on the car? Like, I remember I saw Danny, Danny yeah. Miles, and he was just like, yo, you're not working tonight? And yeah. I'm like, nah, bro. This was, he was like, I thought this was your show. And yeah. I'm like, yo, chill, chill. <laughs> Dude, people wanted you on that show. Yeah. And, and like, yo, like even there in intermission, I came out there in intermission. People were like, yo, are you hurt? Why yeah. aren't you on the show? Why aren't you here? And I was just like, oh, it was, it, 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 it was a little mix up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Scheduling. Um, but no one, I don't think anyone expected you to also be as hot as you were at that point. I wasn't even expecting myself to no. get, and I don't even like talking like that because you really don't because like this man, that, that's humble. an ego. That's an ego thing. And it's just like, I don't ever want to get that. But like, yeah, it's okay to not acknowledge that shit sometimes, but even then, I just I refuse to acknowledge it. I refuse to re- acknowledge any type of momentum that 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 I may truly have even right, right now. You know, um, it just helps me stay steady. So you you had gotten over with the crowd. That, yeah, that that is undeniable. And when you did enter, I recall you it, it being a decent pop. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was one of the better ones of the night. Yeah, and I think you and I are definitely both in silent competition about this clipper coming up. Oh who's, yeah, who's gonna, gonna get, get the better reaction? Who's gonna get the bigger pop when, come when we come out? Um, I remember we were talking to Bud actually last night about it, and Bud was like, "Oh yeah, you guys should come out together." And I'm like, mm, "I don't, I don't think so." I mean, I could see it. it. It's just because if it was like, it's a rumble, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like if if I wasn't in the rumble and you were in the rumble, then yeah, I'd come out with you, get you hyped, send you out on your way, and then go to the back. Right. But if we're both participants in the rumble, I right. wouldn't come out with you. Um, cause then I feel like it just takes away from that, that, that initial response, yeah, right? The individual's initial response. Uh, cause even when you look at like rumbles in like WWE, mm-hmm. um, if uh, let's say Kofi comes out, if Kofi's in the rumble and the only new day member in the rumble, you'll see Xavier and Big E come out with him, hype him up. And then, then they, and then Kofi's on his way. Right. Um, but if Xavier and Big E are going to be in the rumble, they don't come out with they don't him. come out with them. You know, they come out on their, on their own time. Right. Um, so I think, uh, Ideally, I think the biggest pop, it's hard because there's going to be a lot of people there. There's going to be a um, ton of people there. You know, maybe Vanity will probably work the the clipper. So, mm-hmm. you know, she she always gets decent pops. Absolutely. Um, I think Nico is always Nico's a very, huge, very you know, so it's definitely there. Um, it's hard to say. I mean, between the two of us, though, I definitely think I'm probably going to get the bigger pop. Yeah. 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 Wow. 
Uh-huh. What, you wanted me to say you were going to get a bigger pop? I mean, I'm like, humble, but I'm not that humble. All right. All right. You know what I'm saying? He's he's humble cocky. He's a, a little bit. Only with kid. Only with kid. Nah, he's the kind of guy. He's working his job, right? And he's like, yeah, I know I'm replaceable. I know I'm replaceable. I'm humble enough to know that. But I'm cocky enough to know it's going to be a downgrade. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> I tell true value that all the time. All the fucking time. But like going back to that, um, I think I lasted like about like 30 minutes in that clipper. You did. You um, were in there forever. And like, I'll never forget it. Like I was, I remember you coming up to me and like, I'm, I'm, I'm laying down. I'm fucking trying to catch my breath at this point. I'm a dumbass Cause I went in there with chewing gum. Yeah. And like at that point, the gum was completely dissolved. Oh, so then I swa- oh, that's so nasty. So then I swallowed it, and then when you came to get, like, I swallowed it before you came to check on me, mm-hmm. and you come and check on me, you're like, yo, you good? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm about to throw up. <laughs> I'm about to throw up, bro. <laughs> so then, so then he's like, damn. What after I say that fr- freaking apocalypse? Yep, comes and he stacks you on top of me, and he starts sitting on the both of yeah. us, and I'm like. <laughs> What the fuck? You're like, bro. And uh and I'm, I'm trying to take the brunt of it, knowing what just happened. Yeah. what was just said. And uh I was just like, what the hell? And we finally get down to the to the final two. Like I said, Obro low blowed me to get the the win mm-hmm. and win the Clipper City. Um but then I go to the back and I'm just so so freaking like blown up, yeah. bro. And I just run to the back and I just start throwing up. I take a drink of water when I get back, right? And I go take a, I freaking chug this water. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, ooh, I started to feel nauseous. So I go outside and I'm just throwing it all back up. Jeez. And I'm like, holy crap, bro. (laughs) Holy effing crap. The thing was, when I, I remember when I entered, I I do my little thing and I, I got, you know, I got cut off and I go down and I start selling with everybody else, you know, trying to join the crowd. And I look and I see you and you're laying down, but you're on the apron. And I'm like, mm, not a good spot. Yeah, not a good spot. Because I didn't know if you rolled out under the under the bottom rope or if you had landed there from going over the top or anything. Right. But I just see you laying there and I'm like, I don't want anyone to think, you know, if he just rolls a little bit the wrong way or if someone just runs over and drop kicks you, you're gone. Yeah. So I'm like, that's why I went over to him initially. And I didn't go out there till I, I want to say like 12. Yeah, I think so. It was a little later. In. Yeah, so there, there'd been some time between you entering and me entering, and we were sprinkling the seeds in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah, I was literally just thinking about getting to that, too. Like, yeah, yeah we were. Like, that whole clipper, anytime people were getting on you, I'd come stop them. Yep. Anytime people were getting on me, you come to stop them. We were so, like, that's the beauty of the neighborhood, is we were sprinkling seeds for the longest time. We so would That way it all made sense. And uh, intermissions. Yeah, intermissions. We did a lot. We, we made a, a big effort to ton. to show the the fan base of APW that there was a relationship between mm-hmm. Kid V and the main shooter. Which which is one thing that I think a lot of shows don't do enough of. So many times, like, and I understand you got to make your money. You got to make your money. That's what this business. But I, is about. I don't even think it shows. I think it's like wrestlers. Yeah, because you'll see a lot of wrestlers just get thrown together. Right. And like at this point, we had already had a solid plan for the neighborhood. Yeah. When we started planting seeds. Yeah. And 
it was just so that we could go back to it. That way, when the crowd sees us tag together, it's not like, oh, shit, these guys are just randomly put together. Right. It makes sense because the crowd sees that we're always interacting with each other in a positive manner. Mm-hmm. Never, like, and at that point, bad. At that point, we were just waiting for someone to take the New England title off of me. Yeah. Yeah, straight up. We, we were like, you know what? We'll pull the trigger on this once you lose the belt. <laughs> Yeah, because we couldn't do it while he was a singles champion. Yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah, so, like, it's crazy coming back into, like, a whole year later where we're both at in our singles career, transitioning into tag team Mm. and what we've already accomplished as tag teams or what we're starting to accomplish as a tag team. I think this Clipper is going to be a very special Clipper, um, and I, I just... It, it, it's just crazy how much time flies because it feels like oh, it was yeah. just yesterday. It, it it's the it, that's been the whole wrestling experience. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because like, like we live the grind. We really do. You know, when we're like, we don't just and we and, don't just think about wrestling when we're at training, right? And we're not trying to brag about this. You know, that's this is just how our lifestyles are. Yeah, we enjoy this so much that it's like we don't want to stop the grind. Yeah, like ninety percent of my thoughts are like, how am I improving myself in the ring? Mm-hmm. How can I make this stand out? What am I going to do now? You know, and it's all about building the future. Yeah, yeah. Now I want to talk a little bit about the future of the neighborhood because I had an experience last night. Oh yeah, you was talking about that. You did the. The whole tarot card reading. Yeah. So uh, here's a little a little backstory between uh, all that. I'm not a spiritual person. Yeah, like, I know. You you're you're religious. Uh, I wouldn't say religious. I, well, I would. Say, I wouldn't say religious. Yeah. Okay. You're very spiritual. I've I've always said you've had a connection to the universe that's like it's weird. It is. I've, like when I see when I say that. To, to break it down for people, this man has main character energy. <laughs> you know, uh, if, if I always used to joke, uh, you remember playing the old Pokemon games? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, there's that one guy that's at every gym. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, yo, champ in the making. You got to watch out for Brock's rock type Pokemon. You yep, know, yep. <laughs> that guy that kind of gives you a little bit of advice, but he's always like there. Yeah, yeah. I always consider myself kind of like that. I was okay. like, if I'm an NPC, I'm that guy. Or if I'm an NPC, I'm that initial tutorial trainer guy. Mm. You know, yeah, you, you, I heard you say that yeah. a lot. Yeah. So like if you're playing uh, Zelda and they're like, you, you got that old man teaching you how to, you know, oh, hold A to charge your attack. Uh, that guy. I always felt like that was me. Yeah. But, you know, I've never met anyone with main character energy until I met you. Hmm. So... When I say that he's got a connection to the universe, that's the feeling I get. Where yeah. this, this, a lot of things revolve around you. And since meeting you, I feel like I've gotten more of a connection to the universe. Um, strangely, in the Wheel of Time, the book series that I'm listening to, which time is not real. Yeah. Continue though. That'll be that'll continue. Be the next time. Continue. They uh they have these characters and they're called Tavarin. Okay. And basically, it's. They are. They look at time like a, a big blanket that's being woven, and there are some threads that pull the pattern of the blanket and can affect the threads around them. And it's like, man, I really feel like Mani's Tarviran, and he changes people that are around him. 
to okay. new parts of the pattern. Anywho, that being said, I've always been very skeptical. I'm very curious, but extremely skeptical. I've got books about, you know, paranormal and the occult and everything like that. I don't, I myself just go more like, why do people believe in this? You know, what's the, what's the meaning of it? It's not necessarily that I believe in it, but I'm also willing to listen to anything that's going to help me on my future path. Yeah. So, uh, we got a good friend that does tarot card readings and I was over at their place last night and he doesn't like, it's not like you can do this once a week. Yeah. He spreads them out. He's like, you know what? No, we, he's like the soonest I'll do it is once every six months. So your life has a chance to adapt. Yeah. I tell you, man. So we did, uh, he, he, he did that. Ooh, them cards be speaking. Ta- spill the tea. Spill, spill the, the tea. tea. Um, so the very first part of it, I'm still trying to find connection to it in my, to, to my life, you know? Um, there was a lot of it that I was just like, how, you know, cause there's a lot of things going on. Carment, uh, split up in my life. Yeah. I can't, I can't figure out the other word. So, you know, I'm like, okay, there's my work life. There's my social life. There's, there's all sorts of things. And of course, uh, professional wrestling being one of the bigger ones. And it was saying like a, a couple of them were very interesting because one of them was like, Hey, the enterprise of what you're trying to do, keep on it. You're going to get hit with a few obstacles in the near future. And, you know, you're going to feel like they're going to derail you, but they're actually going to be great learning opportunities. Mm. And on top of that, take the risks. Absolutely take the risks. Because one of these risks is going to be the opportunity to put the eyes that need to be on you on you. This is literally how it was worded That's out of the book. Crazy. And it goes, and I kid you not, these words were read verbatim when, when Andrew was looking it up and he's like, oh, okay. So this one will tell you about, you know, your environment, the world, and you know. Yeah. And he pulls the card, the world. What the fuck? And he goes, All right, let's take a look. Uh yeah, so uh things that you're doing, you know, that you're that uh, uh, you, you're going to continue to work on them. And if you really have that drive and work on them and you are able to overcome these obstacles, verbatim, what might be a hobby now may turn into a career. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Dude, when I heard what? that, when I heard that, I was what? like, excuse the fuck what? me. And then uh, later on, it's like your future. And it's like, what uh, your enterprises have, uh, if you can make it through adversity, your enterprises, every, uh, like two cards that talked about the future, will have monetary gain and profit. Mm. And I'm going, ooh, mm. what am I doing literally right now mm. that talk your shit? That we're trying to make into a career, that That's, we're trying to make our nine to five. What? And it was all, it was like all of it was saying, this is the path, you know, whatever path you're on right now, keep on it and it will pay off. That's freaking bonkers, son. And knowing how much we have sent the neighborhood in the last couple of months, it's like, that's the, that's the new thing. Yeah. 
this that's the only thing it could be talking about is neighborhood that's crazy <laughs> thinking about an um, oh. when it's like oh yeah you're gonna deal with some some adversity and that that are gonna be lessons i'm like the lost episodes yeah dude lost episode and, and, and wait 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 yeah wait you said the adversities that would be lost as lessons what did i say in the last episode that we yeah. just dropped in the into pennsylvania recap uh, I was talking about near yeah. the end. I was talking about near the end that all the L's that you take, whatever, yep. they're not they're not losses. They're lessons. They're lessons. That's fucking crazy. And one of them mentioned as one of the obstacles, potential, you know, uh, health. Mm. Mm. And what are you dealing with right now? A shoulder injury. Mm. 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 Listen, Dude. man. Listen, I am, like you said, I'm spiritual. I came up in the Christianity belief, right? Yeah. I came up in that. Um, I do believe that there is a higher power. I do believe that it's God, you know. Um, so with the tarot readings, that's all, that's a whole, that realistically, that kind of goes against my, my religious Mm -hmm. beliefs. Um, but like I said, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Yeah. Um, and like, I feel everything has reasons, everything has. And even uh, like, just, just going as a question. Yeah. Because. I think people are very interested in, you know, what what uh what kind of beliefs we might have and all that. So, you came up with a Christianity uh background. Yeah. You're spiritual, not religious. Yeah. So, even if, you know, for you, if there's a god, this is good this is just another outlet that they could be communicating with you or which, which there is. Which there is. But okay. that's my belief. I ain't going to yep. force that on nobody. No, nope. but uh so even though tarot readings might be seen as taboo yeah 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 or like uh demonic or devilish right or for you this is just another outlet that could be uh a way of lighting up a path yeah a hundred percent okay percent a hundred percent um i feel like it helps it helps your so a lot of uh people tend to do like they go into uh what is it uh i'm trying to go to word off the top of my head um Fuck, I can't think about describe it. Describe it. Describe it. Uh it's like when you're when you're stagnant. Yeah. Um oh, fuck. Spiritual, spiritual. Ah, oh, I can't remember the word. Okay. Um but but it has to do with when when you're stagnant, right? Oh, right. Um and you're just still and you don't know what to do whatever. Right. So you're um, looking for some inspiration, some guidance, some right, divination. Right, right. And I feel like oh, I lost my train of thought. Fuck. What oh. were you just talking about? CTE. CTE. <laughs> uh, we were talking about spiritual slash religious tarot cards being kind of taboo, um, but it also being a, a possible way to enlighten you just as a, uh, you know, another way of maybe getting communicated the path that's yeah, right for you. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like everything is connected, right? Because there's so much shit that is, this is like for another episode, to be honest, but like there's yeah. so much shit that is hidden and where we were like formed, right? Like quote unquote brainwashed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to see certain things, which kind of like derailed us or de- detached us from our our higher abilities, right? Okay. Um. So like, uh, let's say let's like like aliens, right? Like yep. with the, everything that's going on with the aliens. Yeah. Um. The movies described them a certain way. Yeah. The movies like said that they were this and that, but then now it's starting to come to light where it's kind of very similar to how we saw it in the movies. Mm. Right. So we were like 
brainwashed to believe a certain thing, brainwashed to see a certain thing a certain way. Right. Right. Um, and I feel like with, with the tarot readings, it's, um, it's kind of, it kind of helps kind of detach you from that kind of helps like let you really get into like the nitty gritty of the shit that you're dealing with. Almost a self-reflection. Yeah. I don't think it's anything bad. You, um, you're not saying a lot that of people, it's... a lot of people may disagree with me and, right. I, and, I, and I, that's fine, you know, but like, I genuinely feel anything that involves trying to understand the, 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 another spectrum of, of our lives. Right. Right. It, we were conditioned to not connect that way. If that makes sense. I'm it's weird. And here's the thing before I met you, I'd be like, what is this fool talking about? But now, you know, I do feel a deeper connection to the universe. And I'm like, yeah, like, I feel like sometimes I uh, I can really feel that connection that things are just going the way they're supposed to be. Yeah. And that this is the path that I'm supposed to be on. Anything that helps you connect to yourself and really self-reflect for self-improvement, I think, is extremely important. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. All right, so we kind of coming up on our time right now. Um, yeah, just as we get into some real, like we getting into some real nitty gritty stuff, real thick shit. Um, but you know, definitely follow if you ain't followed already. Um, we're gonna kind of wrap this up. We kind of dove deep into the Clipper, and then, mm. um, and definitely follow, subscribe, uh, download the podcast, follow us on our socials. Uh, you can follow me on TikTok, uh, main shooter Aries on Instagram, main shooter Aries, Facebook, the main shooter, Monty Aries, uh, and the X Aries underscore Monty Aries with an S Aries with a Z everywhere else, baby. And of course you can find I myself, kid V heart of thunder. Got to get that. Finally. Uh, you can find me at Pro Res Kid V just about everywhere. And then on TikTok, it's red underscore head underscore J. And of course, you are listening here on Spotify, that neighborhood pod. Hey, yo, hey, yo. Matter of fact, I don't think I told you this real quick. Yeah. Um, 4% of our um, listeners are actually from Canada. Really? Yeah. So to what? the Canadians out there that, that actually tuned in and listened to us, we love you. Yes. We appreciate you. Share. Um, Thank you for being our neighbors. Yeah, 100%. And welcome to the neighborhood. You, well, know, what it, you know what it is? Actually, you know what? I got to tell you something then. What? So uh, one of the guys that's part of uh, Mike Quackenbush's master tier, mm-hmm. he actually listened to us. Oh, word? Yeah, this is the same guy that uh, after the neighborhood, he, I've, I've dropped a couple of neighborhood things in those master tier classes, right? Yeah. Two two matches and a promo, and uh, he actually contacted me. Oh, wow. Through Facebook, and he's just like, hey, man, you mind if I talk to you a little bit about the neighborhood? And uh, we got to chatting about it, and he messaged me like yesterday or two days ago, and he's like, hey, I really I really enjoyed that that podcast that you guys did with uh, with Bud awesome dude he's like i love the fact that when you bring them on you 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 call them your neighbors and everything like that he's like that's actually really cool hell yeah dude so, right on man yo so thank appreciate you. you dog much appreciated I'm, I'm i'm gonna blank out on his name of course but i'm uh tommy tommy word shout out tommy man so thank you so much for uh supporting another fellow brother and uh just uh being part of the neighborhood <laughs> Mm-hmm.
ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap us up here when it comes down to the neighborhood pod. And we want to thank everyone for uh, listening. Absolutely. Click like, subscribe, share this, and of course, listen to the next one because that's what helps yeah. us. Yeah, we out here, we out here trying to drop weekly content for y'all, man. So if y'all really rock with it, follow us on the socials, drop some comments, let us know what y'all want to hear us talk about. We love y'all. Stay safe. Show a lot of love and energy everywhere you go, and don't forget to approach every day with one model, two goals. Show up, show out. Yes, sir. Two shots all day in the neighborhood. Kid V with that love and energy. Mani trying to go and rock the beat. We bring hope with the positivity. Love and our neighbor is a rule we always keep. Shine bright, stay hype. We up all day, all night. We fight if I say so. Show up, show out. We leave no doubt. Hands up, rock out, and say A-O. Yeah. Hey, it's all good in the neighborhood. Hey, break bread in the neighborhood. Hey, love stays in the neighborhood. Two shots all day.